You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the home stretch. All right, let's hit the field. With, with, with Tyler and friends. Hello, welcome to the home stretch. I'm your host, Tyler Harrison, along with my dancing fool. Partner, <laughs> Speedy Petey. Really? Dancing fool? I saw the video. Okay. Fair enough. I figure that was where the context was from. But <laughs> You were a dancing fool. Or you're a fool that likes to dance. I'll go with the first one. <laughs> you're a dancing fool? Alright. It sounds less insulting. <laughs> Would I insult you? No, but... Well, alright. Good. Well, yeah, in your defense, you didn't post the video. <laughs> I don't post anything. It's probably a problem. But anyway, um, welcome to the home stretch. There is so much to cover. We have all of the NBA free agency stuff. Basically, every pillar is falling except for Kawhi Leonard, everybody else is basically done. Is there another big name out there that I've forgotten? DeMarcus Cousins. Mm, That's it. Yeah. I know where DeMarcus Cousins will end up, but everyone's going to say I'm nuts. But um, that's that. I'm dying to know what the Islander fans are going to say now about the Rangers getting Panarin. I I saw this beauty on Facebook. We didn't want him. Okay. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Okay. We'll get into that. And why the New York Rangers are no longer in a rebuilding process. Period. Well, they are in one facet, but that's it. They just need another defenseman. That's it. Yeah, but they don't have the money for that right now. Or no, I don't even mean that. Available. Need, they need somebody to emerge as like a defenseman. Yes, and those guys are not going to be here until next year. I think your answer's already here. You think Truba's going to do it on his own? No, Truba and Shea is the line. And then I think Shattenkirk will be just fine for what uh, he is. I hope. Mark Stahl will be gone. I hope. <laughs> and you got Henrik Lundqvist. Uh, I don't know. I do not like one thing they did. I understand why, but... And the lead story today um, is, again, not anything good. Uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim uh, starting pitcher uh, Tyler Skaggs was found uh, dead in his hotel room at the age of 27 years old. Uh, Briefly, Tyler Skaggs' career war is 3.1. He has a win-loss record of 28 wins, 38 losses. And an ERA of 4.41. 
He spent his early seasons in Arizona before going to the Angels, where he had a record this year of 7-7 with a 4.29 ERA, uh, 78 strikeouts to 28 walks. And... um, It's never easy when these things happen because you really don't know what to say. Um, The fact that I'm struggling for words should speak for itself. I really never struggle for words. Mm I want to congratulate Major League Baseball for canceling the game last night. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the cause of death is unknown still, which is irrelevant. I don't care what it is, but honestly, this is um, not good. But um, the reason I'm starting with this is because there's <clears throat> there's just so many so many lessons to be learned here. Um first and foremost being what we're doing right now really is not that important compared to the grand scheme of things. And that's fantastic. Who who do we have here? Um, so we're gonna I have a caller on the phone. It's uh, a good friend of ours, Mr. Snow. But before we let him on the phone, I would just like to take this moment. I don't know if anyone else did it. I'm sure they did. But I would like to send um, the worldwide sports radio networks, and especially me, and I'm pretty sure I can speak for you when I say um, we send our condolences to his wife and um, his family and her family as well because it's it's never easy when these things happen. Especially that young. 27 years old. I'm 27 years old. Yeah. It's not... But um, now I have the uneasy transition of being very sad to talking to Mr. Snow. Hello, Mr. Snow. How are you? Good evening, sir. How are you? I am. Uh, I am better now that you are here. How's your <laughs> honeymoon? Appreciate it. Absolutely fabulous. How many kids you make? Six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that discussion for another time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Damn, I wanted the juicy stuff. <laughs> no pun intended. I understood. <laughs> How can we help you, Mr. Snow? Good so far. I didn't get a chance to go on air this morning and let me send my condolences to the uh, Skaggs family. It's it's so rough when a fellow that young, 27 years of age, mm-hmm. you know, dies. And 
I love what the uh, national pitchers national pitcher uh, did. Patrick Corbin wearing yep. his number, which is number forty-five. Yes. You no, know, that's, in, in that's honor classic. of him. Now, how's this for a transition? I have a very simple question. Two of them, actually. <laughs> One, what the hell were the Nets thinking? And two, what the hell were the Knicks thinking? Uh, who, which one do you want me to answer first? Pick one. Okay. Tails. Tails. Um, okay. <laughs> he said heads. No, he said tails. No, he really said heads. Oh, okay. <laughs> As Jerome Bettis walks off the field and discusses. 1998. I remember that so well. <laughs> oh, I was I was sucking on crayons, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I I have to answer this. I think Brooklyn. I think mean, Brooklyn made a mistake. Two of them. No. Three of them. Well, I agree with one. They definitely made one mistake. DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan is not. Eh, wrong answer. Well, well, actually, DeAndre Jordan is is a mistake signing. Right. You know who the other mistake was? You're probably going to say Kyrie Irving. A lot of Nets fans are going to get mad at me when I say this, but they made a mistake in signing Kyrie Irving. <sighs> I don't think so. You gonna put your offense in those hands? Well, no, hold me, on. Well, well, he he wouldn't. He wasn't. He hasn't done anything. He isn't the. He isn't. I don't think he was the best point guard available. I was on record of saying Kemba Walker should be the guy. But if they knew yeah, early well, on they that. didn't have I'll a shot at Kemba, then Kyrie Irving is the best point guard available. What are you gonna no. do, Brandon Rajon Rondo? I don't. Mm. I don't. You know what? Kemba Walker should have been the choice for them at a point guard. Actually, you know what? They had the guy to galvanize that team, and they let him go. D'Angelo Russell? Yep. I'll get to D'Angelo Russell in a second. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I knew you would. um, I I have an interesting theory about D'Angelo Russell. But I... To answer your question about the Knicks, I don't think the Knicks made a mistake. I don't think the Knicks are done. I think the Knicks are a dark horse for Kawhi Leonard, honestly. I think that's where their alone, chips are. Alone, though? Uh, Kawhi Leonard proved he can win alone. Yeah, but would he care about that, really? I no. Don't know. He wouldn't. He, he doesn't really seem <laughs> like the New York horse, t- but it ain't the Knicks. I, I, he doesn't really seem I, like I the New York type. I bet you 50 type. bucks I know exactly who your dark horse is. You know doggone well who my dark horse is. <laughs> they don't have the money. <laughs> they don't have the money. I know they don't have the money, but damn it, didn't it great to think about it? Oh, and that would, that would I, I can't he think of the journalist's name. I can't think of the journalist's name from uh, Get Up This Morning who said the Warriors will not make the playoffs next year. That oh. fellow is stupid, doesn't know his basketball, and doesn't know Golden State. Right. They they will make the play. They, they will, will make the playoffs. They next will year. make the play. They're going to be a bottom five seed though. Yeah, I'll give you that. I give it, they just lost too much. They, they just lost too much, they, and Clay's not going to be healthy for a full season. Uh, I don't. Here's my. This is why D'Angelo. I understand you didn't want to lose Kevin Durant for nothing, and for those of you who haven't put two and two together, they basically traded Kevin Durant for D'Angelo Russell. But yeah, yep. I'm sorry. Sometimes you just take it on the chin and let him walk. That trade makes you look stupid. That trade is a bad trade for Golden State. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. 
He doesn't. You saw fit. the system Brooklyn run. Brooklyn ran. I beg your pardon. You know, and D'Angelo Russell was allowed to be free. Mm-hmm. You know how I look at. I, I want you to think carefully, and you may okay. not see it early in the year. But I think D'Angelo Russell is going to wind up being the Joker in terms of them. Well, they actually lost. They got. Uh, Shucks, my brain is fried. They got rid of Andre Iguodala in a trade, and I yeah. hate seeing Iguodala go. But yeah, that that's a big to me. Know, that's a bigger loss than Durant. It's a big. It's a bigger loss than Durant. Yes, it is. But you got to look at it from a practical standpoint. You're looking at a fellow who I loved watching play since high school, who is going into his 16th year. No, he's a little long of the tooth. But here's yeah. my question about Andre Iguodala, right? He's not staying in Memphis. They're going to buy him out, and he's going to be a free agent. You think they sign him back for a cheap? Hell yes! <laughs> Hell yes! If they, if I'm, and that could happen. I didn't even think about that. Thank you for that thought. If Iguodala is bought out, you think Golden State wouldn't try to swoop in and scoop him up? I think there's a separate relationship. There is, oh, there is. I'll take my chances with, with Iguodala, okay? Durant is going into his 13th year, and this year is lost due mm-hmm. to his injury. Mm-hmm. This year is lost. But at the same time, you got to think of how Golden State played this. They got younger, they got stronger, and they're getting something back they haven't had in three years, a bench, a deep bench. Willie Cauley Stein, I like. Stein is a great fit for them. That Stein pick and roll is, is going to be nice. a great fit for them. It, it's it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be the benefit of the system for the players that the Warriors sign. Mm-hmm. A lot of people won't look at that. I'll take you back to the '90s. You know who? You know a team that benefited off of a great system that won them some championships. How about the Chicago Bulls? Right. I was going to say the Bad Boy Pistons, but that works. The P- Pistons also. You can. Stay in the 80s, the Lakers, the Pistons, Bulls of the 90s, Spurs of the early 2000s. When a great system is in place from top down, you win. Right. And the vocal point of your offense is still there. Yep. Healthy as a mouse. The focal point, being the Splash Brothers, is still there. I mean, they're going to retire, um, and, and I'll, I'll, give you, I'll make a bet with you within a month's time. They're going to offer a max to Draymond Green. Agreed. He is the third piece of that triangle core. And I Green, think ultimately Thompson, that's why Durant left. Curry. Huh? I think that's why Durant left. I think that they said, we're going to have to pay Draymond. And Kevin Durant said, are you kidding me? And I think that's the straw that broke the camel's back. It's a toss-up either way. But a lot of people are going to not going to like when I say this. I don't think I blame them. And I look at it from I, this standpoint. I don't blame them I, since you have to provide loyalty. So I, I like that Draymond's going to get paid, plus Draymond's yep. defense. Draymond's staying. Draymond stay, I mean, Kevin Durant gave you three spectacular years. Mm-hmm. Saved the World Championship Series in the, in the playoffs this year. He gave you three spectacular years. But before Kevin Durant arrived, Draymond Green was already there. They drafted him. Right. In the second round. Yep. Think and about he that. turned into an all-star and a defensive player of the year. Top 15 player in the league. Yep. Yep. I'll give you two players who I think are not top 15, and I really 
piss some fans off when I say this on my show, and they play on the same team, Chris Paul, James Harden. Oh, I thought you were going to say somebody else. <laughs> oh, LeBron James? Yeah. He's not even top 100 in my opinion. <laughs> no, no, I meant today. Oh. <laughs> but um, I, I agree with Chris... I agree with Chris Paul not being a top 15 player. James Harden is... I don't think Harden's in 15, but if he's not, he's close. No, he ain't. He hasn't been close since he left Oklahoma City. You have players in the NBA all-time and currently that blossom when they go to different teams Mm -hmm. or even blossom with the same team. Chris Paul and James Harden are two examples of the opposite. Well, somebody's going to bring up the fact that he won an MVP and most say he should have won it this year, too. Wrong. He shouldn't have have won it when he won it. No, he shouldn't have. Westbrook should have, but that's fine. Wrong again. Westbrook doesn't deserve an MVP. He averaged a triple-double. And he, at that point in time, Paul George was not there for him. Okay, and your point is what? That Russell Westbrook point, by himself carried a team to the playoffs in the West. This is the only time you and I will have a playful argument. The year Westbrook won the most valuable player, you know who should have won it? If you say Steph, I'll agree because I thought Steph got screwed too. But Stephen Curry should have won his third consecutive most valuable player award in 2017. Period. I agree, but... And a lot of people want to give Steph flack... Because he hasn't won a finals MVP, he hasn't had to. Right. He hasn't had to win a finals MVP. Give me a perfect cor- correlation to that. There's a forward who played in the 80s, who was one of my all-time favorites, who won three titles with the Lakers. And actually, he got one finals MVP out of the three. And that forward was James Worthy. Mm. But but he got the same kind of flag Stephen Curry get, is, is getting. And will continue to get until he wins a finals MVP, which will happen in the next couple of years. I'm just putting that out there. What do you think was going to happen? He thinks Steph, Steph Curry is going to get a finals MVP in the next couple of years. I mean... I agree. If they go, if they make the finals, I agree with you. But I don't know if they're going to make the finals. Don't you know better than to doubt me? <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I know it's not you. I'm doubting. It's just the West right now is. This is we we shall see territory. what we shall see. And I gotta go because I got a dog next to me who needs to go out, and I better take care of her. But I just had to call in tell y'all I'm back. And mm-hmm. I've missed you guys. Uh, we missed you too, Mr. Snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, Much appreciate it. Anytime. Call whenever you need. Your friend has returned. And I feel whole again. <laughs> you feel whole again. I feel whole again. <laughs> but um, thank you, Mr. Snow, for calling in. Snowman in the morning. Feel free to give out his show whenever you can, honestly. Um, but since we transitioned from the opening segment to basketball, let's save basketball. Um, 
Kevin Durant signed with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, for those of you who are unaware of that, I don't know where you've been for the past two days, but Kevin Durant spurned the Golden State Warriors, as May predicted. I did not. I thought he was going to stay. However, I am going to say this right now. Kevin Durant, you just made the worst career move of any NBA superstar of all time. Wow. And it's not because you won't succeed in Brooklyn. I think when you come back, you'll still be a top five, top three, maybe even the best player in the NBA. You left a well-run, well-managed, openly coached team that was a guaranteed thing. Steph was not leaving. Clay Thompson was not leaving. Draymond Green doesn't appear that he wants to be leaving. Jordan Bell has left. Outside of that, who they trade? I feel Andre. like I feel like some of the other guys that they just let go of, though the younger guys. I think one of them or two of them could be brought back, though. Well, they already brought back Kayvon Looney. Right, that's what um, I was factoring in. It wouldn't surprise me if they brought back any of the other bench types, though. No, I think D- Damon Jones is back already. Um, mm-hmm. Golden State's teams remotely the same. Except the young kids are going to play a lot more than D'Angelo Russell. What you just did, Kevin Durant, was go to an... And I disagree with what Mr. Snow said. I think Brooklyn did the right thing. The consensus is Kawhi Leonard's leaving. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I know he just won the MVP, but he cannot shoot a consistent shot. He's 23. No, 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 that's Give not my time. point. Give him time. No, no, I'm, he's going to emerge as a player, but the Brooklyn Nets don't care about three, four years from now. They care about now. Okay. The Philadelphia 76ers have lost Jimmy Butler. Yeah, they, they had a big, very strange They lost J.J. Reddick. Yeah. Ben Simmons cannot shoot. Joel Embiid has not stayed healthy, and that means Tobias Harris is your best player consistently. And they lack depth. And they do lack depth. You got Josh Richardson. Woo! Finals. The Miami Heat got Jimmy Butler. What does that mean? Absolutely nothing. Jimmy Butler might make them a playoff team. Yeah. They transcend white side to the Blazers. We'll get to the Blazers in a second. The, I think the Portland Trail Blazers are the best team in the West. But what you're looking at right now is you're looking at the East is wide open. So get Kyrie Irving, who proved that he can win games in the playoffs because Brooklyn made the playoffs last year. I think Kyrie's better than D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell might be a better fit, as Mr. Snow was pointing out, but talent-wise, Kyrie's better. And I think Kyrie Irving... And Kenny Atkins, they're not going to have the problem that Kyrie Irving and Brad Stevens had. Well, it's also the factor of, was Kevin Durant going to go there if they kept D'Angelo Russell instead? I think that was no. another factor to consider. Because I, I don't think the Nets were super high on Durant's list until maybe like the last two days. Nobody was saying this in two weeks ago that the Nets would be the favorite for Durant. It was Golden State. It was the Knicks. And then I said after the injury, the Clippers, and I think a lot of people followed suit after that. But the Nets were kind of low. And then once the Nets got 
in the running for Kyrie Irving, then all of a sudden it started to pick up. I don't think if D'Angelo Russell stayed with the Nets, even though he probably is a better fit, that they wouldn't have gotten Durant. I'll address you in a second, because what you just said and what I'm getting at are kind of similar. This is why Brooklyn didn't make the mistake. Brooklyn, I don't think, even thought they could get Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant had this plan for months. The argument was Kevin Durant wanted to go to the Knicks, and Kyrie Irving wanted to go to the Nets. The Nets were in talks with Kyrie Irving almost the second the Celtics were out of the playoffs. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant were deciding which New York team they were going to go to. And I think... uh, Now, there's mixed reports on this. Some say the Knicks did offer, and some say the Knicks did not offer Kevin Durant a max. I'm here to tell you they did. They offered him a max. I believe it, yeah. The New York Knicks are not going to not offer Kevin Durant the max. Yeah, again, I think the Knicks were also screwed by that, too. Once Kyrie Irving didn't want to go there, it seemed like they were going to be out of the running for Durant. Unless, again, they were were able to convince somebody else to wait out the year. Because I don't think anyone was going to go to the Knicks on their own. I don't think the Knicks mattered at all. I think the Knicks were a smokescreen. I don't think Kevin Durant ever had plans to go to the Knicks. When Even Kevin before Durant went, the injury? Yep. I think he was just – because the Knicks could have offered him just as much as any other team, and it made sense. It made so much sense. How many Knicks fans are walking around here guaranteeing Kevin Durant? And I said, no, he's not going to the Knicks. You don't leave a well-run marriage with a loyal woman to go to the strip club, find a wife, and then call it a day. It, it, It does not happen. It just doesn't happen. That's not how life works. You don't leave well running for bad organization. It just doesn't happen. How many Yankees leave on their own once they're a Yankee? Nobody. And that second baseman did. <laughs> okay, good example. What happened to him? He Nothing. His good, career plummeted. He had two good years in Seattle. Nah, okay. What's he won? Nothing. He went to an unstable. <laughs> he went to the most average team in baseball. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and the like, probably the worst second half team. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because they are the most ran average that team way. in baseball. But that's how they ran. They they don't change their guys like that. They basically have had the same front office for the past 15, 17 years. It's amazing to me now. My favorite to get him. Forfeit his butt fucked. I want to say. Yeah, I know. Turn. need to lock. Andre. Be. I backed it. Thinking it was going to be better than. Top 10 players in the league in a matter of 48 hours. And then they lost one of the best young bench players in basketball and Kayvon Looney, who came back. It. Basketball is not a gradual sport. Kobe's Achilles, not gradual. Right, but... Kevin Durant's Achilles, not gradual. Right, but Kevin Durant has always been injury-prone in his career. I think there's a big difference. Yeah, but the Achilles is the worst injury of his career. Sure, I'm just saying that he's always had injury issues that LeBron hasn't had in his career. That's fine. Kobe was 33. 
three years old. I think there's right. there's a difference there. And, and Kobe played a lot in the playoffs. Obviously, he won five championships, so he had to go deep a lot of the time, too, where he played all those extra games. And a lot of those series even were deeper series. They had to play the Celtics in seven games, I think both times, if I remember correctly. And the, a lot of the Western Conference Finals. like So that eventually did take a toll. And again, he was 33 years old and in his 17th year so it was it's, it was something like that was bound to happen now again it's a different body type with LeBron so I think I favor that in, in an instance in particular like that where I think if he were to have a big injury it would have already happened with that kind of body type so I, I again I just I don't I just don't see it right now I think it's gonna you're gonna see a lot of minor injuries you're gonna see a lot of the Lakers trying to rest him for caution and cautionary purposes. Conditioning. Then you're not going to win many games. Maybe they won't. I'm just saying that they have to manage it like that. And I think that's why when you when Greg Popovich really invented that initially, when he was resting players at the end of the regular season to get them rest and get them conditioning, what you wonder why those kinds of players and that core really never got hurt. And I think that's ripple effect onto. Everywhere LeBron has gone so far. I, I, I get what you're saying. I I'm not it. saying it's right or wrong either. Like, you never saw that with somebody like Kobe, and maybe that just hurt him right towards the end. I'm not going well, to fault Kobe they for tried, playing. They, they or tried not. to put Kobe on a minutes restriction. He no, I know. No, I know. But I'm not. I'm not faulting Kobe for that either because he's not going to want to sit if he doesn't want to. Like that's. That's how he was. I'm just saying that that's why I think his injury might have been a little more sudden as a result rather than what LeBron going through now, just getting the groin injury. I think you're going to see like injuries like that. He'll have a groin injury, he'll have a shoulder injury, he'll have a, maybe a back injury. But I don't I don't think you're going to see anything like major like you saw with Durant. All right. But my question to you is, why? how is this team a playoff team? How are they a playoff team? I think I think they're a playoff team depending on, obviously, what they'll end up getting still. I think they're, def- mm, I think they're a playoff. They're running out of time. I think, no, I know. I think they're a playoff team just on LeBron. I think that's one thing. And I do think Frank. Yeah? You think so? I do think. Well, and and Davis obviously too. I'm not. No, gonna, I'm, I'm just not, saying because they had LeBron alone last year and he didn't. Do no, it. no. Here's the difference, though. I think, and obviously Anthony Davis is a difference. That's one difference, and I also think Frank Vogel is also a good coach, though, too. That'll end up helping him. Oh God. Really? Oh God. Indiana was what uh, a no. two-star team no, no. with nothing else, and they made the Frank playoffs. Frank Vogel is a good coach. That's not what I'm. Oh they my made God the Eastern Conference Finals twice. Uh, LeBron doesn't get along with good coaches. Right, but I think. Frank Vogel did the same thing with the Pacers. I think he let Paul George play. He let Roy Hibbert when he was good. He Paul let him George play. had no ego. Sure, but I think I don't think Frank Vogel really got into him as much. That he his job was to make those other players better. Like he he made those those guards that nobody knew better. He the Paul bench George players. is a guard nobody knew. Yeah, but he played forward for that team I'm talking about. No, I know, but he started off as a two. They moved him to three. Sure, I'm just saying, like, at that point, Vogel kind of didn't lay into him as much. And I think you're going to see that kind of thing with LeBron. I think that's what LeBron wants. And LeBron, the reason, like, he's had all these issues with other coaches in the past, and a lot of people think he's uncoachable, is for that reason. And I think Vogel, I think, is there really to coach everybody else more than he is to coach LeBron. You're forgetting the biggest X factor on why they're not going to make the playoffs. 
Jason Kidd is not going to let LeBron be LeBron. Hmm. Why is Jason Kidd mattering in this spot? Because Jason Kidd was signed. Because the Lakers, I don't think, know who they want their head coach to be. They're going to snap. Well, if they screw up and get rid of Vogel, then maybe, but... Jason Kidd is a hard ass. No, I agree. I don't think... And I don't think he's that good of a coach either. I'm just saying that if they mess that up, that's that's something that could hurt them. Fine, but as of right now, Vogel's the head coach, and I think the head coach is the guys that this is the guy that's going to elevate that a little more. Now, again, I don't think the Lakers are a high seed because I do worry about the depth. I do worry about depth. overall shooting. Like there you are, gotta worry about the rest of the starting five. Right, you you have to look into that and. See that, yeah, it's probably not going to be a high seed playoff team, but I still see them just on the star power and because of the strong coaching, winning a lot early in the season, then maybe second half of the season kind of leveling out a little bit. And we'll see in the playoffs what ends up happening because Anthony Davis is up and down, and obviously LeBron is what LeBron is, but can he carry everything in the West is going to be another question. That's what I'm not sure about. In terms of making the playoffs, I think they'll be fine. I just, I don't know. I, I don't see it personally. I don't see it. There's so many good teams right now in the NBA in the West. All right, two, so you're two superstars, right. not enough. All right, so you're taking Houston out. You, as you mentioned earlier, because you don't think that's going to work. So, who would replace Houston in that instance before the Lakers? You would Utah? think that you. Well, Utah was in the playoffs last year. You're not really getting rid of them. So, would you put in the Pelicans? Hold on. We'll do this right now. All right. So, Golden State stays. Denver stays. Portland stays. I think okay. Portland's a one seed. Sure. That's Utah, fair. Oklahoma City, San Antonio, Clippers. I think the Canes can get in. Minnesota's right. better. Dallas is better. Are the, is Minnesota really better, though? Uh, they have a lot of unknowns, too, though. Yeah, they do. I mean, I like the kid they drafted in Culver, but can he lead right away? Because that team doesn't really have anything else. And then you got Towns and not much else. They traded Butler, obviously. They're probably going to trade Wiggins. He doesn't want to be there. Well, what else? You, what else you got, really? Jeff Teague is thirty-two no, no, no. No, years I don't old think now. He's there. Like, yeah, like Jeff Teague's not even there. I don't okay, think. so what are you going to trust, Tyus Jones? No, Tyus Jones isn't there either. Okay, yeah. See, that's they were supposed to be something, and they aren't. So I don't know if they will be right now. That's fine. I think yeah, maybe Houston doesn't get out. Capella's going to stay. Gordon Hayward. Eh. Maybe they do stay. But I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I don't see the Lakers getting in either. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out who you would think. Do you think that it would be the same eight teams and it's just a different combination? Because you trust Houston more? Because usually that doesn't happen. Usually it's like six out of eight, and there's always something different. I don't know. I just I can't see the Lakers getting in the playoffs with two guys. But they're two of the five best players in the league, so. Yeah. Uh, that's what you guys tell me. I don't believe it. Okay, but 
I think that the way that those kinds of players can elevate a team. Anthony Davis did it in New Orleans, and LeBron did it in Cleveland. So I think that will end up helping them doing it together. I don't think there will really be wow. that much chemistry issues. And I really think that though that'll win enough games at least early on. Again, a playoff identity is another question. Will they have enough depth after that? I don't know. But making it, I don't think it should be an issue. Utah Jazz are going to be good. They're a deep team. Yeah, they're always that. They're always that sneaky good team. I don't think they're going to sneak. I think Portland's really Portland. No, and Portland's not a sneak. No, they're a good team. Portland and Houston to me are just Houston. I thought you were no Portland and Utah. I don't okay, know. <laughs> I was going to say. That's where I think. Uh, so to round this up, where do you, I'm dying to ask this. Where do you think Kawhi's going to go? I still think the Clippers. I do think he wants L.A., and I don't think he wants LeBron or Davis. I don't think he really cares about that. Definitely not in the shadow of LeBron. I don't think he, those, those two could be very clashing personalities, and I don't think Kawhi would want any part of that. So I do think it'll be the Clippers. And I feel like he could end up luring somebody like DeMarcus Cousins there, too. It wouldn't surprise me. Maybe Al Horford, but I think he'll get something else. If not, I don't think he'll really care because I don't think Kawhi's the type that'll really say, all right, I need this guy to come. I think he just wants to go there. Could very well be. Could very well be. But um, do you have a winner or a loser? Do I have a winner or a loser? Um, I mean, I think it is what it is, really. I think I think Portland is a winner. I agree with you on that. I think what they did to get better through the draft and through free agency, I think, has really been good. I think they're probably a, a winner for me. The Nets, I think, are a winner, even though there are concerns. And... Yeah, I would say Boston's a winner, too. Those are probably the three for me. The losers, I would have wanted the Knicks to do something. What their plan is before beyond that is is what it is. But I would have wanted them to do something. Again, it's just unfortunate the way it all happened because it's just a player-run league. So I'll, I'll give them a, like a small loser for that. I don't think they're as big. Like I think people are overblowing it too much as being like they're the biggest loser. I don't think they are. But I think they're... They are one. I think the Clippers right now are an unknown, but if they don't get Kawhi, they're going to be a big loser. And, eh. yeah, that's really it, I guess. Because I'm kind of in between on Golden State. Like, it works for the role that Russell's in. Like, he's going to replace Klay Thompson and weather the storm. I just worry about in the playoffs – are you going to play a three-guard lineup the whole time? That's what I'm more worried about with that. I don't know how it'll work. I mean, to be quite but honest. But I don't you, think they're big losers, though. I think they're like they're in between, kind of. To be quite honest with you, they would have kept Andre Iguodala. I'd probably have him as a top three seed in the West. But the fact that they might put Steph Curry at the two should scare everybody in basketball. 
Steph Curry wouldn't have to worry about facilitating anymore. He'd just worry about getting a shot. Yeah, but he's good at facilitating. No, he's phenomenal, but that's not my point. D'Angelo Russell's strength is being a point guard. Sure. Steph Curry is a scoring machine. Steph Curry would only have to worry about being a scoring machine. The last time he did that, they went 73-9. and Food for thought. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think you're going to see both rotations sure. in play. The playoff rotation would be Russell Curry, Thompson, Draymond, and probably Kayvon Looney. Right, and again, can you win with three guards is, is one question I have. Just because I think there's other teams like defensively that have really adjusted their play to have defensive backcourts that are strong, more athleticism. Like I think Toronto doing what they did, even though obviously because of the injuries, we don't know what would have happened if everyone was healthy. They exposed something that I think teams can definitely build on. And I think for that reason, you wonder if a three guard system is still the best way to win. I'm sorry. So, the Yankees and Mets are playing. We'll get to world the, uh, around the world in sports in a second. They just popped up with the Yankee Mets Subway Series. Who was number one on all those sets? In the entire rivalry? Mm-hmm. In terms of a hitter or a pitcher? Hitter. This, the screen you just saw. I didn't see it. Hits, Jeter. RBIs, Jeter. Home runs, Jeter. Die an average Jeter. Yeah, makes sense. And that's where not the brightest in terms of developing p- position players. A-Rob was second on some. The guy that most Yankee fans can't stand. So, uh, we're going to go to a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, believe it or not, hockey. Oh. I told everybody it would happen. And it happened. What are we talking about? I have no idea. Find out next on the home stretch. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And now the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the home stretch. Speedy Petey here with Tyler Harrison. It is Tuesday, so it is not Speedy's Playhouse Day, but it is time to celebrate something that is mutual to us, the New York Rangers. Who? The hockey team that Uh, nobody else likes in the station but us. The Islanders? No, no, that nobody else in the station likes. Oh. Oh, the Sabres. Oh, no. No, they they got one of the uh, former wingers of the team, though. Broke my heart. Jimmy Feasty's going to be missed. Yeah, it seemed like he was not the one to trade, but whatever. But, yes, the New York Rangers made a big splash. Seven years, $81 million overall. The biggest contract in New York Rangers history. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Who's that? 
I can't pronounce it. Artemi? Artemi Panarin is a New York Ranger. So, let me get this straight. They got a 25-year-old defensive wizard in Jacob Truba. They signed, and I don't care what anyone says, the best free agent available. Because I told you they were. They have a young core that's still growing. And they got Kako. I'm going to say this loud and clear. There's no NHL team that even comes close to having that kind of an offseason. Not even close. Oh, well, the Devils got P.K. Subban and, and Jack Hughes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did. Henrik Lundqvist is still better than Corey Schneider. You don't have a backup goalie now because Keith Kincaid is gone. And outside Taylor Hall, who do you have defensively or definitively that's consistent? Yeah, but who the Rangers have that's consistent besides Truba, really, when he's healthy? Truba. Shea's consistent. You would hope, but he was down last year. But he was consistent. Uh, all the forwards were really consistent last year. No, the forwards, I'm, not, wor- I'm not worried about the forwards. It's just the defense is still a glaring hole. As a whole, just because you have a lot of unknowns. Even with Truba, he's a nice player, but he's injury prone though. So, Shankirk's consistent. <laughs> he hasn't been with the Rangers, but okay. Uh, I think we're gonna be all right next year. I hope so, but there's a lot to expect. Cause again, that defense is still a lot of bad contracts right now. Two, three years is I think the the timeline to really look at with the defense. This year, if they're going to do anything, is going to have to be all carried by the offense and Lundqvist, really. How's that different from last year? No, it's but, not. I'm not saying it is. I'm just, I'm but just, what you're going to see is, and this is why I really have more faith in the Rangers than the Islanders at this point. First of all, Anders Lee does not deserve the money the Islanders just gave him, but all right, good job. In hockey, if you have an aging goaltender or an or a average or below average goaltender, you win hockey games by keeping the puck on the other side of the ice or scoring. Panarin helps that a lot. He's a sniper the Rangers have not had, and I cannot tell you how long. He can shoot from anywhere, and he does shoot from anywhere. Mm-hmm. And his shots are efficient. They're not, you know... Yager, where he shoots all over the place. Or Nash, where he makes a move to the freaking net and falls. <laughs> Gosh. He must have been paid. He had to have some sort of skate gear that if his skate broke, they paid him more money. Because every time he fell to the ice, it was every time he made a move. To I the know. Every time. You're not 5'11". You're damn near 6'5". You're normally the biggest guy on the ice. And yet he played small. <laughs> 
Martin St. Louis played bigger than him. It, I. But this goes back to what I was saying a few weeks ago, why the New York Rangers are better going forward than the New York Islanders. Barry Trotz is a good coach. I'm not taking anything away from him or Lou Lamorello because they're both top-notch. But do they bleed blue and orange? To me, Trotz cares about Washington more than he'll ever care about the Islanders. Well, he's not there anymore, so how can he? Who? Trotz. Because now, at this point, you won your Stanley Cup. I don't think every year you want to win. I'm not saying he's not trying to win, but I don't think he has as much ugh, to go out there. If he get. didn't do what he did last year, I could see that. But what? what? The Islanders lost a lot. I'm the, sorry. The, the, the Islanders, Islanders product right through his system on the ice with an average level of talent. Average? The Islanders, yeah, it's kind of, they have, average. Like, take away Barzell, they're below average. Yeah, like take away Trotz. Like, if they had any other coach, they've always been a mediocre team, a very average team. They're in the playoffs some years, and then they're just out of it others. Like, the Islanders, I think, before like this decade, used to be the worst team in the East all the time, but it was never. Like, this current stretch, it was never they were the worst. They Their roster was always average, and then Trotz elevated it with his system, a defense that doesn't look great on paper and made it work. Now, again, if that didn't happen, maybe you have a point with what you're saying, but I think he still does care about this team, and he still no, cares I'm about his coaching. I don't say he doesn't care. But when a player comes to these meetings, There needs to be some sort of connection to the player in the organization. There's a reason John Davidson was a huge part of this. He bleeds blue and red. He's a Ranger. How many of you growing up Ranger fans heard him call a Ranger game? He loves the Rangers, he loves the organization. He didn't want to leave. He comes back as president, and now all of a sudden the Rangers got the top free agent in hockey. Now, Jeff Gordon is no small slouch either. The trades he's made are fantastic. But you don't think John Davidson's helping him do this? You don't think that them getting this head coach from Boston was not a huge piece of the pie? Yeah, the range of rebuild is going to be slow. Not slow because of a sense of, oh, we're not going to be good for five years. It's going to be slow because they're going to turn it around quick. It's going to be short. It'll be as good as the defense is really right now because the offense is there now. There's two defensemen coming up that are supposed to be. Yeah, but it won't be this year. That's fine. And here's why the window for the Rangers is wide open. Wide open. 
Pittsburgh is panicking. They trade Phil Kessel. He's gone. Yeah, I didn't mind that trade for them, though. Galchenyuk, if healthy, is a very good player. Mm-hmm. He's very he, – yeah, he's good. And the defenseman they got, too, Joseph Lute. Jo- Joseph yeah. Some, he's going to be okay, but – I mean, he's he's fine for what he is, but it fills a hole. So I, I I don't mind that trade for the Penguins at all. Kessel was at that point just a shooter, and that's it. Well, right. But the Pittsburgh Penguins are kind of like Golden State. You're running with two guys and just trying to fill in holes at this point. It's Sidney Crosby and Kenny Malkin, and that is it. Jake Gunsell might be great. Yeah, it depends on which season you get out of him because he's right. a little down. I'm sorry. Has anyone found Matt Murray yet? Even when he came back, he wasn't great. He was good. Great? I wouldn't say so. Washington Capitals. They are old men. I love the grade eight. The grade eight's my favorite player. You're only going to play for so long. Nicholas Backstrom, also up there in age. Kuznetsov, you're young, but... You keep doing cocaine like that, you might run into some problems. Columbus? They're the ones, yeah, they're going to drop. You lost your store goalie. Oh, boy. Well, there's one of two people I'm going to guess. What are your two guesses? One with good hair and one with not so much. All right, we'll find out. All right, is this Errol or the Beave? The Beave. Ah, see, it was my gut that told me that. So you're saying I had better hair, that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I said. No, okay. That, that, I'll take it. That's good. Okay. So I got a question for you, Mr. Tyler. I want to know what your opinion is on the New York Rangers and their move that they made. A++. They had the best oh. offseason of any team in hockey. It's not even close. So, do you think Trouber uh, is going to stay healthy the whole season? I mean, ideally, he'd like to say so, right? I mean, I'd kind of be reminisced to say, oh, yeah, we're going to be great, but he's going to tear his Achilles. I mean, that would be a bad thing to do. Yes, I agree. So, what is your feeling on this team? Are they... Playoff bound? Yep, they are playoff bound. Now... They could be, yeah. They're not going to be... I don't think we're going to have a deep playoff run. But I do think that we're going to squeak in, probably lose in six or seven games in the first round, depending on if they I mean, win all the I, 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 I think opposite of that. I, I, I think they will have a deep run. Really? I don't know if they have enough on defense for that. I, everyone's like, oh, last year, I mean, I, I watched every single game. Mm-hmm. So they, they played immensely better in the second half. I, know, I think I know where you're going with this. They did get better as the season progressed by a lot. They did, and they had a lot of trouble also keeping the puck in their own zone. Offensively, you mean? Offensively, yes. Mm-hmm. They can never keep the puck in their own zone for uh, a long period of time to, to try to put pucks in the net. Now, I mean, to me, I don't think they were they were that good on the offensive side of the puck. And we all know how bad they were on the defensive side of the puck, too. Right. But now but now going into the season, you have a, a healthy Shankirk, and I understand that he's not that great of a defenseman, but he's 100% healthy now because he had a bad knee injury, and, and, and that knee injury that he had takes a long time to get to heal up. I so. mean, you would you would hope. It's just, again, it's also something where 
Shattenkirk is looking more like a product of the Blues more than anything else. But he went else. to Washington and was good too. Right, but I think yeah. those – now, I wasn't worried about it at the time when they signed him because I thought he was actually just part of that great defense with the Blues and then but with the Capitals he went over there too. But, that, um, but the second like year it is concerning. I don't think he'll be up too. this year unless they maybe do something like the end of the he season. Might he might he be. Might be. Like, he, this is the one I'm thinking with him because there is a clause in his contract where he has to play less than 30 games or otherwise. They, or not the contract, the uh, trade. There's a clause in the trade where the Hurricanes get an upgrade in the draft pick if he plays more than 30 games. So I think if he does come up, depending on how he develops, they could do something like what Colorado did with their defenseman, Cal McCarr, where they started him in the playoffs, if that was the case. They just threw him into the fire. Like, maybe they do something like that, but beyond that, I don't see him coming up this year. Well, he might, depending on how and on what the team needs and what their needs are. You never know. I mean, right. you still get, I, mean, I mean, I think they're going to have a really good offense, especially with Panarin now, because right. it's just... Yeah, the offense with... With now with Kako and with Panarin, if they can elevate into like a top ten offense, that can make the playoffs. I mean, it's just a question is how much because their defense is just so weak. It's still going to be very hard. You're also forgetting about Zabinajad too. Who had a great season. Yes, year. right. Zabinajad is a top ten center in hockey. Absolutely, hundred percent. So I mean, my, is Derek I mean, Broussard a free agent? I don't think so. Because they could bring back Derek Broussard. I think they've sold up their forward. I don't think he's a free agent. I think he had one more year left with the Penguins. And also, you have to give a lot of credit. I mean, I'm, I'm the biggest hater towards this, this guy, but Mark Stahl had a great season last year. I wouldn't say great. I would say yeah, tolerable. No, compared to his, no, compared yeah, to his yeah the word you're looking for is tolerable. No, he had a great season compared to what he what he was playing like in the past for the Rangers. Right, which makes it tolerable. And, yeah. <laughs> It's still not something you're going to trust, though. No, it's not. But if you can have another season like that, uh, I think the Rangers are are in a very good spot. And, you know, they're moving very quickly because they want to try and get luck with a a cup with these next two years. I mean, you would hope it's just, again, still going to be very hard with that defense. You're putting a lot of faith in these young players. Yeah, but you know how good Lundqvist is is, is in net. Well, sure, yeah. And if you have a healthy shotgun card in... Yeah, but you you would have to help what Shattenkirk is though too, because yeah, but if Truba can have a good season too, I mean right. you have two good defensemen, so I understand that they're offensive defensemen, but you keep the puck in the, in the offensive zone more, you're gonna win more games. Well, you would hope, yeah, but again, at the same time, like you could usually get away with that if your defense is even just average. Like the defense is just again, Truba could help it a lot, but it's just so far down though, and that's where and also that's where it works. Well, he's a forward. Lemieux's he's not a defenseman. You know? He's a forward. Claude? And, oh, yeah, Brandon, right. Lemieux. But he, but he, Brandon Lemieux, yeah. But he gets in people's heads, and he's a very good, he's a very good hockey player. Well, right. sure, he's a defensive forward, but he's also not on the ice a lot. So, Well, no, but you got to remember, the Rangers like to mix and match their lines all the time. They will put their forward sure. out there to start and end games. Sure, but is he going to get... Still, like the overall minutes, even if it's just like matchups and stuff like that, even or it will it get the overall minutes to have that kind of impact will be another question. Yeah, well, I, I think they have a very good chance of thinking if you find a playoff. See, if, if Jacob Truba and maybe Kevin Shattenkirk can upgrade their defense at least to maybe only like slightly below average and the offense does what the that puck possession stuff, sure, but 
you're you're trusting a guy that hasn't fit your, this system yet and an injury prone player to to do that you need a lot to go right that's that's where i'm more worried about in terms of the long term and again if it does happen like that and maybe they do have the best possible yeah, yeah, puck possession yeah, metrics yeah, that they measure the players by sure but it's still going to be tough usually a lot of the teams that have won like that the penguins obviously winning their two cups the way they did i've got an answer chicago uh, maybe the third time around Chicago, even though they still had the defense, they were winning like that with puck possession. Like those kinds of teams still had defenses that were comparable. Like the Penguins' defense was wasn't anything special on paper, but it was still average. The Rangers, I don't know, even know if it's average. I think oh. it's still below. Listen, I went to a lot of games last year, and I've seen the way they played, and they are, they are so much in, the, in a better position right now. And I do believe they can make a deep run. I really believe that. I don't know about deep. It's, know deep is still going to be hard to tell. I mean, anything can happen, sure, but usually, though, again, you need some level of balance, and I just don't know if they have it right now. How many times did you see Lundqvist carry this team to the, to the you know, into True. the True, I'm not saying he can't. I, all the time, so right, but again... Into the playoffs, can he get hot to get... He, right. To take him that, to the cup? Right, that's always a question, and... And, and and I'm not crazy for saying that. They could go to the Stanley Cup. I, but I really I'm just, believe that. I'm just wondering, though, no, which... No, Tampa Bay is going to get to the Cup. I'm just wondering, like, when you look at any kind of team that makes these kinds of runs, whether they actually get to the Cup or not, or they, like, they're a wild card team that gets to the Eastern Conference Finals or the Western Conference Finals, usually those kinds of teams don't have any glaring weakness, though. And that's the thing. Maybe well, they're... Say, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something right now. If the Islanders didn't have all that time off, they could have easily went to the Stanley Cup last year. It maybe, but again, it's it, that was also a, a matchup thing too with the Hurricanes just yeah, defending them well. And they had time off, and then they had a change. Yeah, game. no, you're right. No, I no, you're right. No, I know, and that's why I said they would win one round, and, and that was you know, it. But who knows what would have happened if they would have played in the National Hockey Who knows? Well, yeah, that's that's a problem that's really only unique to the Islanders, though. Too like you're dealing with a case I'm where. Just Right, but I also look at the structure of the way each of these those teams are built. Like again, yeah. and, and any team that wins the Stanley Cup or even goes to the Stanley Cup, they don't have their glaring weaknesses. If they're not star driven, they're deep. Like or well, the other well, way the around. Right, and I think it, I think maybe the 2020-21 season with the defensemen up, depending on how they play, obviously, but with the defensemen up, that's the year you could definitely see it. But you, you, you can see, you can. I'm telling you, Adam Fox could be up this year. He could be. He could be, but is he going to save the whole defense? Is another question. He might. You don't know. You I don't, don't know. How I don't know play. how much they could elevate Stahl and Smith that have just been so awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. John Davidson is doing a great job with them. Yes, he is. He absolutely is. He's the reason they are where they are. Uh, 100%. And you know what? For Panarin to take lots of money to join the Rangers is is, is a great. I mean, I know he took a lot of years, but you know what? It's still, he's the, he was the best player in, on the market. He had to take him. Yeah. yeah. So, that's absolutely. my thoughts on that. Now, I know we're talking about defensemen, right? I can name you a defenseman right now who I just saw on the market that would solve all the Rangers' problems. 
Do they have the money for him? I think so. Okay. What do you got? And Sean Strawman? No, he signed with Florida. When? Yesterday. Are you sure? Because I just looked on CBS and they didn't announce it. No, I think he did sign with Florida. Oh, damn. Florida, Florida, Tampa Bay, and the Florida and Tampa Bay are going to be great next year. I agree. They are going to run away from the rest of hockey. Run away. They might. I mean, you know, as a Ranger fan, I kind of wanted to grow back because that guy was such a great playmaker for that team. Yeah, that was a strange signing going to Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know that why he that made no sense to me. They're just so. Who's Yeah, like Man. the Wild are just so average. Like, why would why would they care to go after a, an older player? Why would he care to go there? Like, that's kind of strange. It's not like he has yeah. roots in Minnesota. Like you up I mean, there or anything the Rangers, like that. Why would you bring him back? He was, he was a playmaker on the team. He no, I know that, but. To be honest with you, there's a lot of winners on this team now. They they don't need all the guys they got. Mm, I'll bring them. And to be honest, they, I think your answer for a defenseman is on your roster already. You got Lyas Anderson. Forward. Bucinevich. They're all forwards. Well, no, 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 I know, but th- this is how many forwards they have, right? So you've got Anderson who's a center. Brickley, I don't know if he's the answer. You got Chittle. You got Bucinevich. You've got Fast. You have Kreider, you've got Lemieux, you've got Nemestikov, Neves, Panarin, Strom, Zibanejad. That's a lot of winners. You got Truba, Stahl, Brandon Smith. (laughs) God. Well, all good things must come to an end. Well, I was was hearing that Kreider could be traded too as well still. And that's my thing. I don't think you need Chris Kreider. So would you trade him for a couple of uh, defensemen, maybe? Or, yeah, absolutely. Two young prospects or one NHL-ready guy who's a second, third defenseman now but will grow into something with a prospect or just one guy that's like, whew. Like, to me, I would have I traded Kreider for Subban straight up. Done that. Yeah, but would you have the money to get Panarin at that point? Because <laughs> Subban's contract is pretty big, too. Well, right, but if you're Panarin and the Rangers are promising you that you're going to be part of something, wouldn't you want to hear, yeah, P.K. Subban's coming? Sure, but... Plus that, Truba? Right, but you... Right, I just... Plus you, a Hall of Famer in that? No, fine, but I'm just saying that that's going to be all the money you ever get in this current run, and you're going to have to trust the young players after that, so... It's a gamble if you do do that, though. Well, I'm also higher on Nemistikov than most people. I think Nemistikov. Yeah, you are. Can, you, I, I can. I, I remember arguing gonna, with you about that trade last year. I think he's going to drop 30, 40 goals next year. I really do. Ugh. If they put him with Panarin, that, if he didn't do that, it with the Lightning, he's not going to do it now. <laughs> he could. He could. I like Nemistikov. I like him a lot. The problem is, and the, this is the problem for the Rangers for the longest time, they don't shoot. They yeah. never shoot yeah, that, the puck. Yeah, well, that's that's their coaching. That's what Vigneault was. But now, even with this new guy, they still pass too much. Yes, I they agree need with that. to shoot. I, yes. Yep, they try to make the perfect play, and it, and it doesn't work out like that. And you want to know why? Ultimately, I think Vigneault should have been fired, and I completely lost respect for him. Everyone's talking about how the Rangers don't have anybody that tried to make. Like, everyone says all uh, what you just said, Beef, about how everyone needs to make the perfect play. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry. You had a guy in JT Miller who created so much space and created so many shots for other guys. And you yes, traded him. You gave up on him. Yep. Yep. And, and, and you didn't even get Sergachev, how everyone right. thought you were going to get. Mm-hmm. You got Nemistikov, who's uh, – I like him. I like him a lot. But you gave up McDonough, too. Right, they needed to get circuit chef in that deal. Yeah, McDonough was. I, I was very sad that he left. That, that was that was. I biggest. mean, McDonough. If, if McDonough was still on this current roster, because I think at this point you could argue that you could do that trade over again with not including McDonough in it. Mm-hmm. The Rangers, I think, would be a Stanley Cup contender because you've got, you've got your sixth defenseman. You'd have Trubo with McDonough. You'd have Stall, and you'd have. Um, Braden Smith on the third line, and then you got Shane Shatkirk. That's Man. that's that's a Stanley Cup six. Sure. Now, what we're looking at, and I'm not blaming um, Davidson because he wasn't there, but so I mean, we we've turned this around quite quickly. Yeah, well, they said it was going to be a very quick rebuild. And, you know, I know they want a lot more offensive defense, but to me, you still have to put the puck in the net. And, you, yeah, you need an okay defense, but I don't think you need a great defense. When well, it's you hope – no, you have to hope it could be an okay defense. <laughs> if, it's a, if, if it's an okay defense, it'll be a very good team. Their problem is it's just below average right saying. now. And uh, I think they'll be fine out defensively. And, you know, they have a lot of offense now. And, you know what, and I think that's going to help out the defense – you know, it's going to make the defense look better. That's just my opinion on it. I mean, you would hope. If it's average, I mean, that'll be, be a great thing for the Rangers, but it hasn't been average. Yeah, I, I could be totally wrong, but you know what? I, I, that's what I believe. So, I mean, and Washington if, if didn't have a great defense a few years ago. He needs to learn to shut his freaking mouth, otherwise I'm going to fly down there and beat the crap out of him. Who? Your buddy Jeff from Tampa. Why, what happened? What did Jeff say? He was bashing me on uh, Errol's show the other day, and he needs to keep his name, name out, of my, out of his mouth. He, he literally... Name out of his mouth. No, no. Jeff literally started the call with, what is that guy smoking? Yeah, well, Jeff's an idiot, and he needs to keep oh, his name on, out of were Oh, you were on mouth. the show yesterday? Yeah. No, I called him. He oh. called. But he needs to keep his name out of my mouth, and don't even talk about me, don't even comment on me, because he really pissed me off. And he's he's a freaking moron. So, oh, no! If he's listening, he can go drown in his pool because you know what? The world is better off without him. Oh, Jesus! So, that's well, my opinion on that guy. But, <laughs> but I mean, tell me how you really feel. Before. Well, <laughs> you got it. Jesus but, Christ! In other news, how you feel about your me? Knicks? He's not, oh. a Knicks, he's not a Knicks fan. He's not a Knicks fan? No. He's a Knicks fan? I'm a Bulls fan, but you know what? To me, the New York Knicks, I mean, they should have never, um, I mean, they, they should have offered Durant the full max contract. I think they did. I think they did. It just, I think that's just smoke. I, I don't think they wanted Kyrie, though. I think Kyrie I mean, and Durant were always like a package deal. Durant? I think that was always the package deal. The reports. So why not, but why not go after Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant? I don't think that, Kawhi wants to go there either. Well, no. The report is that Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard do want to play. Did want to play together. 
I don't think with the Knicks, though. And the two teams that everyone kept saying were the Clippers and Knicks because they had the cap space to do. Right, but I don't think Kawhi wanted to go to the Knicks. I, I don't know. I, I think Kawhi Leonard would have considered the Knicks. I think Kevin Durant said, I can't wait for the Knicks. Kawhi Leonard Kawhi Leonard has not even had a meeting yet. The Lakers have not sat down with Kawhi Leonard at all. He's talked to Magic. He, the Lakers have not sat down with him. No. Well, so what do you think Kawhi's going to call the Clippers? I think so. Yeah. That's interesting. The Lakers have... I'll ask you this, Mike. If, you, if a job calls you, okay, they're going to offer What's you... That? A job gives you a call, right? Yeah. So you're taking multiple calls from for basically the same job, different companies call. And this team's, this company, they want you to have, you know, 100K, 401K. They, they give you all the um, amenities and all of the um, benefits you could possibly ask for. You go there. Then the guy's real nice, you know, talking, chat, chat. And uh, he goes, yeah, I want you to meet Dave. Okay. Hey, Dave, how's it going? Yeah, how's it going? Dave, uh, how long have you been with this organization? Well, basically my whole life. Oh, all right, great. What is your job here? Well, I actually just left my job here. Oh. I'm confused. Well, no, I can't work here because I don't like the people here. But I can stay here because I have a relationship here. What? What What does that even mean? Well, I like it here. It's just I can't work here in these conditions. Okay. Are you going to go with that job? No. There's no way in hell. That's what the Lakers just did with Magic Johnson. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I can't work here, but I have a relationship with him. I don't know. I think think Magic was was tired of of all the crap that was going on in the upper management. Right. Right. Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to deal with drama. That's why I left San Antonio. Well, you know what? A lot lot of people don't like to play with LeBron James, and he's a a lot of drama with LeBron. Well... Yeah, as good as he is, he's a. You hear people talk about him all the time that he's he's a, he's a lot of drama. He's always drama. Every team that he's gone to, there was always something. What did I, what do you think Kyrie didn't want to play with him? Oh, every, to me, I don't think Kyrie Irving ever considered going out west. To no. me, then two favorites to get him, three. But then Mikey C basically put in perspective that Boston didn't want him back. The only three teams I even thought were in play were the Clip, um, the Celtics. The Knicks and the Nets. Those are the only three teams I thought had a shot. Yes. I thought it was going to say Boston, and then it turned out Boston didn't want them. They won Kemba. And but, to be honest I with mean, you, I think Boston won. To me, I mean, I, I mean, you got Kevin Durant. You could have got so much more money with Golden State. Why would you leave all that money on the table? Because basketball players don't care about just money and basketball. You want my opinion on this? Yeah. I think Kevin Durant could not possibly deal with the fact deal with what that he he didn't fail but I think Kevin Durant realized Steph Sterrick Jeter Clay's Andy Pettit Draymond Green's Mariano Rivera (laughs) I'm not really I'm Alex Rodriguez You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but to me, I mean, as an athlete, I mean, it's just you want to try and make all the money you can while you're young enough, and 
you leave all that money on the table, and you know you're going to have chances to win more rings with that team. So why would you want to leave it? That's why I, I I don't know. The report is is that Kevin Durant. I think what happened was when Golden State started this run of, you know. So let's just go back in Kevin Durant's timeline here. Kevin Durant up three one Russell Westbrook. They've been to a finals. That yeah. team is perfect as is. Westbrook, Durant, Abaka, Harden. They go to the finals. They get beat by a Miami Heat team that just they weren't ready. That that's what we'll say. And then they got hurt a couple of years, and then they finally got healthy. They finally assembled the right team together. Okay, let's go do this. You're up three one at home, and then you get ran through the next three mm-hmm. games, and then you blow a three one series lead. This guy is like 6'2", nice, lovable guy, hard worker. Yeah, man, it's fun over here. We're just having fun, you know, and we're winning. And, oh, and yeah, we're going 73-9. and Oh, yeah, and we need a small forward to help us beat LeBron James. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm down for that. I mean, I, I just don't understand all that money on the table, and who knows if you're going to be back to the same level that you were playing at. Well, that that's a good question. I don't. I think Kevin Durant's skill set doesn't fade by that. I think Kevin Durant's skill set is basically how he is. He'll not, still be a top ten player at least. Right. No, I'm not, I'm not denying that, but he's gonna he's not going to be as good as he as he was. No. Well, it's interesting because the last guy that tore his Achilles came back, but he. The difference between him and Kobe is Kobe's – he was yeah, significantly older than Kevin Durant. The only player in the NBA history to come back from that same injury that Kevin Durant has and and played the same was the Kimo Olajuwon. Right. He had the same injury as Durant, and he's the only player in the NBA to come back from that type of injury and play and dominate the same way that he did when he, before he got hurt. One player in, in, the, in all the years of, in the NBA, one player. So what makes you think the Rams going to do that? I mean, it's it's hard. It, it's hard to explain why. I think Kevin Durant, just his length, his ability to create his own shot, the fact that he's oh, quiet, he's not really a troublemaker. He kind of just does his own thing. Here's my issue. Him and Kyrie Irving are similar to him and Westbrook, but there's a huge difference between Westbrook and Kyrie Irving. Russell Westbrook's going to tell you what the problem is. Kyrie Irving's going to stare at you and go, oh, okay, let's see if you figure this out. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not yeah, getting that, this? But, that, but that's not good either. No, it's if not. If a problem, then you need to figure it out. I don't know how close they are. All reports indicated to me that Draymond and Kevin Durant are best friends. Him and Steph got along great. Honestly, to be quite honest with you, I think Kevin Durant was afraid of going back to Golden State and not living up to expectations. Maybe. Or is it that Kevin Durant wants his own team? Now, whose team is this? Is it Irving's team or is it Durant's team? No, it's 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 Durant's team. It's a weird notion. I, I never liked to play those games. I think no, he just wanted. To, I think he just wanted to play with Kyrie Irving, regardless. Yeah, but whose team is it? There has to be a leader of the team. But Kevin the Durant was George's team. 
No, the Lakers, it was Kobe's team. Thank you. When it was the Cavaliers, it was LeBron's team. So no, stop. Yeah, it was. I know, I'm just kidding. Golden State, whose team is that? Steph Curry's. Right. So whose team is Brooklyn? Right now, Kyrie Irving, because Kevin Durant will be there. When Kevin Durant comes back, Kevin Durant will be there. No, that's what I'm asking you. Kevin Durant. Who's this going to be? Kevin Durant. Has to be Kevin Durant. I I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Aaron Boone blew another game. Oh, yes. Manager of the year. Blew another game against the New York Mets. They didn't situation The Mets are not the greatest situational hitting team. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> the bases are loaded. I know. That's I called situational hitting. Them. All they yeah. need is one run. Yes, but they're also the Mets, so there's no guarantees. Aaron Boone. They were up to nothing. Well, the New York Mets, if they both have been there, the Yankees have a great shot at winning. Yeah, sure. <laughs> there's also the Mets bullpen. <laughs> you have to factor in. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what I'm saying, is it? I think Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant have to have some sort of understanding that somebody's going to answer to somebody. DeAndre Jordan is a distant third. DeAndre Jordan is not anywhere near this equation. The fact that people are calling this a big three is a joke. It's not a big right. three. And it's he's a massive two. He's basically the same thing as what Jared Allen is anyway. Traditional center. Allen's better. He's a little faster. I don't know if he's better, but he's a little faster. That'll help. In I'm more interested in seeing if Chris Paul or James Harden get traded. That's the yeah, last but, domino. I mean, I, I I guess I can understand why the Knicks didn't want to with Durant because he's he's not going to play for a year and a half, right? Well, more maybe more than that. But I mean, I still would have done it anyway. But you could definitely you definitely oh god damn it you definitely you definitely can see that the Knicks are, are have a direction kidding? now. What you would keep? You would have signed Kevin Durant, but not traded for Anthony Davis. No, be, no. I said I would have signed him if he wasn't alone. Like that. I think the Knicks were out though once Kyrie Irving was announcing he was going to go to the Nets. And at, at that point, the only long shot was Kawhi. But I don't. I still don't think Kawhi wants to go to the Knicks though. I really think it's Raptors or Clippers for him. Hmm. I mean, the Lakers. I think are a threat. I just don't think he'll go there. Yeah, they're a little yeah, lower on the yeah, list, I think. They, 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 make all this little, they, make all, they make this trade to create all this cap space, and they can only have nobody. Well, again, it's Kawhi wanting to do what he wants to do, and I really don't know if he'll want to play with LeBron. I don't, it's, well, doesn't it's seem like two, two personalities that would work. He should stay with the, with the Raptors because they have the chemistry right now. Well, sure, but I think he does want to play in L.A. That's why I do think he'll ultimately end up with the Clippers. Well, if he wants to come back to the main states, then yeah. Right. And again, the Lakers were a threat originally. Like, I just, again, they went for LeBron instead. And obviously now LeBron wants to play with Anthony Davis. I think that's the sacrifices they're going to have to make. And I don't think they're going to get Kawhi as a result. So let's just say Kawhi goes to the Clippers. Who is the favorite to win the championship next year? To win Ooh. the championship? Overall? Mm. If That's Kawhi a... goes to the Clippers, right, who, 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 is, who is the best odds? Milwaukee. I'd pick. i probably say Milwaukee, too, as of right now. Milwaukee? Also, let's not. You want to talk about a sleeper team? Let's just talk about a sleeper team for a second. I love the Indiana Pacers right now. I mm. love them. 
I don't know. I still don't love their depth, though. That's the only question. Yeah, I don't think they have enough to win a championship. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon basically just replaced Darren Collison without a hitch. He's a different player than Darren Collison is, though. Brogdon, Oladipo's coming back. So you still you have Tyreek Evans? Else no, Tyreek Evans is suspended. Right. Yeah, yeah. but he's not going to miss that much. I, th- I thought he was done for two years. Is it two years? I thought so. Damn. I forgot about so that. What do, so what are the Knicks do from here? Yeah, Tyreek Evans disqualified from NBA for two years. So what do, what do the Knicks do for, from, from going forward? Who, who They're just they rebuilding at this point. I don't think they should touch anyone else. Just well, rebuild. Have another losing season and then get another. Yeah, just keep. keep you got two draft picks next keep, year. Keep developing the young players. Maybe you, you're bad again. They can get another top five pick. I mean, this draft isn't going to be as good as last year's, but it still has some decent talents. So just keep building talents. You're just rebuilding like any other team would. Yeah. It's interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Because I mean, the Knicks create all this this money to. Well, yeah, they right, and, and that makes nobody. that makes well, the hold on. Well, that makes the Porzingis trade look a little worse. But if Porzingis, no, it well, if Porzingis, now yeah, it's overpaid for him by a well, ton. No, not I'm not even referring to that. I'm talking about if it, unless the off field ish or off court issues actually are a thing, and he ends up getting suspended for that, and he ends up doing more. That's different. But they did. He's right where they did clear up all this money to do that. Because they weren't going to go sign him anyway, and he would have still been a young piece. Now, it makes you think that if Durant didn't get hurt, what would have really happened? Right. It's interesting. Well, apparently, the everything I'm reading, the Knicks would have gotten Kevin Durant because they would have given him whatever. But here's my thing. I think the injury is a blessing in disguise for the NBA. To be honest, if they, if he doesn't get hurt, okay, Golden State wins the championship. Yes, probably, probably definitely because that means Clay Thompson is not being as aggressive at Game Six and he doesn't tear his ACL, and that means True. a fully healthy Golden State mm-hmm. is going to be in Game Seven. Sorry, I'll take Golden State. Doesn't mean sure. Yeah. Let's I'll, just say no. I'll give you an eighty percent chance. Fine. I'm just saying. It's, let's not even go there. Let's say they still do lose. Okay. Okay. He's still healthy. He's going to answer the phone call of Steph Curry, which he did not do. He already met, he told Steph before Steph even got off the plane, I'm not coming back. So if he's healthy, Steph Curry, Igudala, Golden State doesn't panic. Golden State kind of probably just goes, all right, I mean, are we all coming back? Like, Clay, here's your extension. Kevin, here's yours. Andre, you want to stay? I mean, I don't think there's an an urge to get young in Golden State because you're healthy. Golden State did not panic and hit the reset button, ladies and gentlemen, because they're old and decrepit. They hit the reset button because they would have gone into next year half half decrepit, half injured. Golden State said, we can't do this. And Kevin Durant also at the same time was saying, listen – I mean, you're going to help me write my Achilles is because of you guys. And Golden State said, whoa, Kevin, we'll give you whatever you want, but calm down. That's not on us. You played. Okay. 
So you're going to let Draymond talk crazy? Well, we have to extend Draymond. And you're going to give Draymond my money? Draymond is the only healthy player we have right now. Well, then I'm out. If Kevin Durant does not get injured, Golden State's whole philosophy changes. Probably. The NBA should be thanking their lucky stars that Kevin Durant towards Achilles because Golden State had to reset after that. Nobody else. Just Golden State. And to be honest, I mean, I know NBA championships don't have an asterisk. That NBA Finals was awful to watch. Every time Golden State built a little momentum, somebody got hurt. The ref made a bogus call. I mean, it it just felt like this, it was it was over. It was over. And let's not act like the NBA doesn't have a significant interest in making the 90s Jordan's team the best dynasty of all time. Well, I mean, the injury to Clay—that was that was that was a clean that was a clean foul. No, 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 absolutely foul. was a clean foul. That's not my point. And, you know, and there was a lot of people saying how dirty that was, but that wasn't. No, I don't. I don't that wasn't foul. dirty at all. But, but now, I mean, going forward, do you think Golden State's a playoff team? Yeah. Yeah, they're still Steph a playoff Curry, team. Steph Curry's a playoff team. No, they're still a playoff team. They have okay. they have talent on that team still. It just again, it just even yeah, now, but now the workload's all on Curry, and they're gonna be doubling them all the time now. I don't think so. I do. No, they're gonna double the, him. The, but... sis, the system is still strong, though, and I, D'Angelo Russell will still help that too. Draymond yeah, will still Steve help Curry that. Is not a good coach. He's not. Sorry. No, I'm not saying he is, but the system, the ball movement that they have, and you're right, it's not Steve Kerr, it's just them. Right. Whether is still gonna win them games. I, you're right. They're not going to be a high seed by any stretch. I think they'll probably be like a four or a five or a six or something like that. But they still have those top-end players, and they still have a great system that has won games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm watching this Jordan Poole kid for Golden State. He looks really good. Well, he's a good shooter. He, he's kind of – he's, he's going to be probably similar to like a Quinn Cook type. Well, Quinn Cook let's is just coming say, back. Uh, let's just say uh, some miracle happens. Uh, Seth Curry wins it all by himself. What does that do to his legacy? You want that answer? I'll give it to you. Okay. Oh, God. What are you going to do now? <laughs> <clears throat> Is this thing on? Yes. Do I have been... everybody's attention now? If Steph Curry takes this team, currently constructed, and wins an NBA Finals, and wins an MVP doing so in the finals, I, the regular season, I think, would have to be a given. I, I'm completely ready for the outlash of this. <laughs> oh, boy. He becomes the greatest point guard of all time, and he also becomes the greatest player in NBA history since Michael Jordan. Of course. But not better than Jordan. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. A lot of people, a lot of people around here do that. I don't know why. No, Kobe's the best player since Jordan. You say Kobe's better than Jordan? No, moron. I said Kobe's the best player since Michael Jordan. Oh, all right. Well, you're still wrong. But and I put if I put Co- if I put Curry over Kobe, hmm. 
That should tell people something. The thing with Curry is, though, he's not a good defender. No, he's not. He's not. That's his downfall. Yes, it is. But also, at the same time... His offensive... He's the greatest offensive force the NBA has ever seen. He's revolutionized the game. And when you look at what he means to Golden State, you had four of the top 20 players in the league still playing when he got hurt, and they were, what, 11-17 and 17 in the 24 games he missed or something like that, whatever it was, in the three wow. years Durant was there. They went 30-3 and three without Kevin Durant, who everyone says is the best basketball player in the NBA today. So clearly there's something about Steph that just is not measurable. The last guy I ever knew that was that unmeasurable was Michael Jordan. Oh, well, LeBron left the Cavs and they became a lottery team. They did. They did. That's what happens when you're a terrible general manager and you sign all your buddies to bad contracts. (laughs) He went to Miami. Miami didn't fall off a cliff. No, because the coach actually coached. Well, because you had Dwayne Wade who carried that team, basically. And the Cavs are also the worst run organization in all sports. Well, actually, the Mets might have a word. And the Cowboys. Hey, no, the Cowboys, are, Cowboys. the Cowboys are not worse run than the Mets or the Cavs. It's no, close. Not. Cowboys are run very well. Not very well. No, <laughs> not very well, Mike. No. Don't go that far. The only reason you're not the worst run divi- team in your own division is because the Redskins are there. <laughs> and now the Giants. But before this year, the Giants were not even close to this conversation. Don't get me going. Don't get my temper up. But can you finally admit Saquon's better than Zeke? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> I have to see what kind of year Saquon has his second year. So if he and runs, so if he runs for about fourteen hundred yards, eight touchdowns, and six fumbles, will he be the best running back in football? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Because I just gave you Zeke's stat line from last year. And also Zeke missed, what, six games? That's fine, because Zeke's a bonehead. And no, he's... Oh, stop! The guy's looking for a fight everywhere he goes! Listen to me. I do do listen to you. That's why I have a headache. No. (laughs) Listen to me. Yes, he does have off-field issues, but there was no evidence in that case. It's not just one case, though. I'm not talking about that woman thing. I'm not talking about that at all. Right, but he's still problematic. He had a he had that problem yeah, at the parade. He had that bar fight that. recently. He's, right. he's had other issues. Yeah, he had issues fight in, at a fair not too long right, ago. He had issues in college. Like he's not he's still not worry free just because he might be innocent in that case. I wasn't even talking about the woman thing. And here's the other part. It and this is the part that worries me the most. Zeke and Dak have gotten along to this point. But now, it's because they, you know, together they benefit from each other. Right now, they're both kind of looking at their next contract. 
And they're both kind of looking at each other going, they're going to give you more money than me. And to be honest with you, Zeke deserves the money before Dak. But Dak's going to get paid a ton more than Zeke because of the league we're in. Ezekiel Elliott's going to have a problem with that, and there's going to be a problem between these two. There will be a problem, and there's there's going to be a huge problem. You barely signed to Marcus Lawrence long-term by the skin of your nose. There's no way in hell you're keeping both these guys. There's no way. Yes, yes, there is. And Amari Cooper? No. No chance. Yes, they, they will keep all three of them, I guarantee it. The only way that's going to work is if they really backload all those contracts. And if you do that, you run a major risk in five years. Not even. Zeke, well, Zeke's career is closer to done than started. No, it's not. He's yes, a, it is. He's How a fourth, old is he? He's a fourth-year player. How old is he? So, so then, 24. So then if, you don't, if yeah. you don't think you can define both of them, so which one do you keep then if you don't think you can define both of them? Zeke. I, 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 if I'm Dallas, I keep Zeke. Dak Prescott's a game manager. You can find a game manager for cheap anywhere. Who? Name one. Name one? Tim Tebow's a game manager for God's no, sakes. No, you cannot. He would not fit on that team. He's out. So, that ahead. Name me another one. Andy Dalton's going to be available. He's already no, signed. Joe not, Flacco. That's Why? No. Andy Dalton's a better quarterback than Dak. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Now you're on drugs. I'm not on drugs. As a oh. quarterback who can make every throw in the book, Andy Dalton is better than Dak Prescott. No, he is not. Hell, did you watch NFL Live not too long ago? Derek C- David Carr is better than Dak. No, he's not. No. Okay. Okay. No, he's not. Okay. I saw somebody hit all the targets. I saw somebody struggling. And the guy that's struggling is still in NFL. The other guy was knocking him down like that this is a joke. That is a very good quarterback in this league. He's a very good leader. He's a very good leader. That doesn't mean you're a quarterback. Yeah, turn the ball over. Look at his numbers. His numbers are not bad at all. I didn't say they were bad. Just because you're not bad doesn't mean you're not good. Kirk Cousins is not a good quarterback. He's not bad, but he's not good. I think Kirk Cousins stinks. Well, he's more sophisticated as a quarterback than Dak is, though. Well, right. I would take Dak over Kirk Cousins, but not by a lot. I would put them relatively in the same boat. I would take Alex Smith in a wheelchair before I took both of them. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> now that's just a dumb comment. Oh. I'm just telling the truth. Alex Smith can make every throw. Game manager. Check downs. Mm. No. Baker is better. Might as well trade him and get and get something for him. Right now, the problem with Zeke is a off the field. B, there's no team that needs a running back right now that getting Zeke would give up the farm for him because they were that close to a championship. And he's most likely a rental, so your value in Zeke right now is not very high. To be honest with you, his value is high in Dallas because Dallas needs to keep him. His value outside of that is not very high. I don't. I can't even. I mean, the Raiders might do it because the Raiders always make bogus moves. I was just about to say the Raiders. That's the team I was about to bring up. But but now who? Now what do you get back from draft capital? The Raiders need the draft capital. There's no player right now that the Raiders will. I think the way how the Cowboys are set up right now, I think they're very close to winning a championship. <laughs> yeah, laugh, laugh, because when it happens, I'll be laughing in your face. That's all. 
With with that coach. Huh. Thank yeah, you. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Hold on. That's fine. You're not winning a championship this year. You're not even going to make the playoffs. Do oh, you want to put a bet on that? You still got to wear a fucking dress, buddy. I am. I'll double or nothing that dress right now. No, no double or nothing. You're no. putting the dress on. I just got to find you when it's going to fit you. Yeah, well. <laughs> just cover my lawn, John. We'll be fine. I got the wig. The wig. I got the wig for you. So you know. Oh well, that, that's always nice. Yeah, you'll wear it. I'll get you it before before the start of the football season. You'll be wearing it. So. I mean, we we could always do this. That's but all. um, yeah, I I Dallas is not making the playoffs. Philly's better. Washington, if Dwayne Haskins turns out to be the best quarterback in this draft, which he very well could be, he won't be this year though. Hold on. Hold on. Hold everything. Case Keenum has taken a team to the NFC Championship. Okay. You have to hope that Case Keenum transfers to Washington. Right. Right. So I am not worried about Case Keenum because I've seen him win big games. The Philadelphia Eagles are the best team on paper in yes, that division. That's true. So the Eagles will yeah, win. But I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I do not trust Carson Wentz. He's very injury prone. Right. That's the one area that's concerning. It, it, right. Oh, and look, the Mets beat the Yankees because of Aaron Bonehead. That's great. Not yet. <laughs> it's 3-2. The Yan- Who's up right now? Let's see. Because I'll win. tell you. Exactly. They didn't win Oh, yet. Brett Gardner. All right, so he'll walk. He'll walk, and then they'll have to bench it. Who's in? Diaz? Yeah. Diaz is in. There's oh, a runner God. at second. He stinks. He stinks. They need to get rid of him. He's not the he's not Gardner. the main problem, Mike. He's not. He's not the main problem. He's He's actually the last guy I would look at. But I told everybody. Trade Jacob to Grommel. The iron was hot. You kept him. Your team still stinks. You're not even third in your division on paper to me. Yeah, you got Pete Alonso, but what the hell does that do for you? The kid's going to be Mike Trout. Great player that no one really looks at because he's on a terrible team, on a terribly organized team. Well, I call With that, bad I managers and bad everything. I, I said Alonzo was going to have 25 home runs before the All-Star break. And he did. Mm-hmm. Crap. We're probably lucky he doesn't have 30. He should have 30. Well. But. What a catch! What Alonzo was doing this year is what Aaron that was, the Yankees. Listen, he, Wilson Ramos, I, t- I told you when the Mets signed Wilson Ramos, he's a stud. I like Wilson Ramos a lot. Not normally known for his defense, though. No, his, his right. defense is probably the biggest flaw in his game. But the, the, the Mets will probably lose this game anyway, so it's all good. They, they won. They just won. It's over. No, did they? Oh. Four to two. That's a Mets fan, ladies and gentlemen. He bet on his own team to lose when the game was over. That's how bad <laughs> the so <laughs> With the way things have gone, he might want to just make sure it's official first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an, it, it's not June anymore, so maybe good things are happening. I was going to say, oh. you guys in June, you should just stop calling it that. You should call it like July, pre-July or something like that. I mean, June is just not good for you. Yeah, really. It's, I think – I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the last time they were actually good in June. Oh, Gardner did foul Tippett. Oh, wow. What a play. Whew. Yeah. Bare hand, oh. yep. That is a top. Do they still do top ten on SportsCenter? 
Uh, I think so. They, that's got to be fine. They do it like on occasion. Now it's not that. That's man. up there. Yeah, that that's up be. there. That is a hell of a play. That is a hell of. Oh my God! It's almost ten thirty. Yep. All right, Beef. It, All right. Uh, we oh. have to. We have to go before. I know, you guys gotta go. I know you're on overtime. So. Overtime. Hmm. There, yeah, I could make a bad joke, but I'm not going to. But thank. <laughs> But uh, thank you, B, for calling in. Right, it's always friend. a pleasure. Maybe next year, me, you, me, and you will go to a Razor game or something. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to at least three of them now. That, that's and just, don't, just remember, don't, don't get kicked out, all right? I didn't get kicked out. <laughs> oh, you told me some story that you were, like, banned from the garden or something. I don't know. That was a secret, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, my friend. I I'll thought the woman guys. said whip it out, not put it away. So I, I, oh, I was... Wow. I was confused. Well, that's not that's not hard to do with you, you know. Right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Cop understood. I didn't. I didn't really know what the big deal was. Oh Jesus Christ! I can't with you. Oh, I'm a ton of fun at Ranger games. You should. Oh my. Oh God. my! I could only imagine. <laughs> you might. You might have to worry about you getting thrown out being with me, not the other way around. <laughs> no, not me. If you want a really good laugh, go don't watch CDPD dance. That's a really good laugh. I told him he's a dancing fool. We're a fool that dances. <laughs> I haven't made up my mind. Well, he's a dancing queen. Ah. The AB, uh, the ABBA version? Oh, God. Uh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> oh, you are a dancing queen. Don't sing that. There you go. Well, that's one way to end your show. Yeah, right. Can you play that song now? No. Well, please? <laughs> I don't like it, so no. Please? No. That's not. What about S Club 7's version? Who the hell is that? Yes, exactly. Since you have to listen to it now because of the fact you don't know who it is. No, I don't. Hello, you guys. Have a good night. All right, you too, Beef. Damn. That's disappointing, Speedy. Come on, play it. Why? You're a dancing queen. No, I'm not. Okay. There's no crown on my head. Yeah, there is. No. Nice try, though. Thank you. I tried. Um, Normally, we end the show. We start the show with this, but I have to get to it now because I forgot to do it, and I know Anthony Carragher is ripping his hair out, so (laughs) it's all right. We are going to go around the world in sports right now. Ready, set, go. Detroit and Chicago White Sox. That means major playoff implications. Didn't even happen. It got postponed, so it doesn't matter at all. Major playoff implications. The Philadelphia Phillies have beat the Atlanta Braves 2 to nothing, And Jay Bruce bo- drove in both runs. And a great start from Aaron Nola as Philadelphia probably breathes a sigh of relief. The Tampa Bay Rays beat the Baltimore Orioles, which means really nothing. But Brandon Lowe must have found out he's not an all-star with another home run. And he drove in another run. And then uh, Tommy Pham drove in the two runs that basically sealed the game. ba 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 and all right, every other game's in live action. The Nationals are up two to one over the Marlins, as um, we alluded to before. Patrick Corbin is wearing number forty-five in honor of Tyler Skaggs, and he is uh, pitching probably his best start of the year, and that's no exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven innings, seven strikeouts, eighty-seven pitches, no walks, one run. It is against the Miami Marlins, um, but that Don't is a phenomenal it's start. Emotional, right? Absolutely. <laughs> The uh, Pittsburgh Pirates are taking on the Chicago Cubs. Josh Bell and Sterling Marte are the reason the Pirates are up 2-0. The 
the Boston Red Sox. Everyone needs to calm down. They're a for real team. This team's not going anywhere. They're up 10 to 3 right now over the Toronto Blue Jays as Rafael Devers is 4 for 5, two home runs, six RBIs. Not in the All-Star game. Because the fans always get it right, I was told. Idiots. <laughs> um, the Brewers and Reds are tied at 4 in the 11th. This game is just a homer palooza. This game's been great. Uh, uh, Eugenio Suarez made it 2 nothing. Then Yelich and Eric Timms hit solo shots. Moustakis hit a home run. Then Puig and Votto um, also, well, Puig hit a home run. Then Votto doubled. And Nick Senzel, this game's tied at four in the bottom of the 11th. The New York Yankees have lost to the New York Mets. Uh, Aaron Boone's a jackass. I don't really know what to tell you. That's really <laughs> all we're going to go with this. The What happened to the Yankees bullpen? Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone was the reason Adam Adovino gave up all those runs. Yes. All right. Why did James Paxton even come out of the game? Wow, defending James Paxton. Never once. thought I'd do that either. But, you know. <laughs> the Texas Rangers and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim are tied at three in the bottom of the fifth, as I'm sure that game has a ton of emotion right mm-hmm. now. The Colorado Rockies are up eight to five over the Houston Astros, as you can imagine. Of course, feels is crazy right now. <laughs> so what is that? The third inning? <laughs> uh, bottom of the sixth. Oh, Close. that's low scoring. Yes. <laughs> Um, the new the wow the Cleveland Indians are up seven to three over the Kansas City Royals. Um, wow, you actually said the Kansas City Royals. Uh, Whit Merrifield took the day off. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. He's two for three. <laughs> Another guy, not in the All Star game. The idiots. Apps. I don't know if I should call you people idiots, but yeah, some of you just pissed me off. The Twins are tied it with the A's at zero. The Arizona Diamondbacks are up one nothing over the Dodgers. This game just started. Edward Escobar drove in Peralta. The Cardinals are up one nothing over the Seattle Mariners on a Jose Martinez home run. Another guy. Not the, well, no, his numbers aren't great. Uh, and the he's kind of positionless. So. <laughs> are must be playing for themselves because they're up two nothing as Evelyn Longoria and Donovan Solano have hit home runs off Matt Strom to make it a 2 nothing game. And that is your world in sports right now. And Kawhi Leonard has signed with the Clippers. I still think you're lying, but okay. I did. <laughs> yep. I did. I did, I did. But, um, yeah, I apologize. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, so, it's it's late. Normally, I give this big spiel at the end of the show. Um, she's not watching, so I don't really care. But um, my girlfriend's birthday is today. I'm probably in a shit ton of trouble for going home this late. But <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Um, happy birthday. I love you. And um, that's my sensitive side. What? Nothing. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Speedy, we are in the end game now. Junior, what are you doing here? <laughs> Snap again? There you go. 
Goodbye. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're here every day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 8 to whenever I feel like it. To tomorrow is Wednesday, so it's Speedy's Playhouse Day. Mm-hmm. Thursday is the 4th of July, so we will ho- we will wish everybody a happy 4th of July on Wednesday. You're not going to be here Friday. Mm-hmm. This network is lazy, so no one will help me. Um, unless Errol Marks is doing it. Errol said he might do it. No. He's got to say. Oh, all right. You notice how I said unless Errol. <laughs> He's the only one that gives a shit but me. It's you. That's it. We should just change that logo to my face. <laughs> Errol, Errol would never do that. No, he wouldn't, but he should. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> At least people would know that they can expect me. You know, I'm I'm tired. I'm throwing a lot of I'm throwing a lot of shade right now. I apologize. Um, every day, Tuesday through Friday, eight to ten. This week is going to be really short, but um, I hope. Well, we'll get all the sensitive stuff out tomorrow. Um, well, well, this is where you come up anyway. Tell the people where they can find me. Facebook. Us, 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 yeah. us. Facebook, Twitter. Mostly par- me. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Instagram, Snapchat, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. You say it quicker each time. Really? Because I had to slow down to laugh. <laughs> um, do you remember the other thing? The other thing? Mm-hmm. Like my usual thing? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't memorize it when Guido was here. I didn't know it when he left. And I still don't know. Oh, you're oh that thing that we don't say anymore. Yes. We have to go off, so I'll say it off air. I'll, we'll do it. We'll see no, no, I just it. wanted to, I just wanted to yes or no. I, prob- I probably know. could do it okay. if I wanted to. Right, so. That's fine. Uh, I think that's it, right? I think so. I think we covered everything. Well, we're going to bid you adieu now. Speedy, what do you have to say for yourself? Thanks for listening, and have a glorious night. Have a glorious night. That's funny. I, I can't do it today. I have no energy at all. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. I want to thank everybody for listening, the B for calling in, and of course, Mr. Snow himself, Snowman in the morning. Um, maybe I'll drag Weedle's sorry ass here. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Guido, is he worth it? That's your call. Yeah, I know. Today I'd rate like a B, B plus. Without him, it'd be an A plus or an A. Damn. And with all the Cowboys talk at the end of the show, it downgraded it to a... See ya! It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network.